Hey, chiropractors and marketers. We are ready for another modern chiropractic marketing show with Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing strategies, content marketing, direct response marketing, and business development with some of the leading experts in the industry. Welcome to this week's episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. This is your host, Dr. Kevin Christie, and today I'm going to be playing you a a short 12 or so minute clip of a section of the hour-long module that we put in the Chiropractic Success Academy just this past week. The whole module is around content marketing strategy, basically from the beginning to the end, really in-depth Prezi that I gave uh, to our group. And what I did was I I cut out a 12-minute section where I really break down the content marketing life cycle and specifically that before, during, and after unit of marketing is something I talked a lot about, but I haven't gotten into detail. So I, in this full presentation that's in the, the academy, we really break it down. But in this audio clip, you're going to get a lot of good information honing in on different things like how you can use an email that is for the new patient marketing, or maybe it's the after unit where you're just trying to get top of mind awareness. And so we're going to break down a few different aspects of marketing and how it falls into the before unit, which is the new patient marketing, the during unit, which is that patient experience, you know, from when they call or schedule to the office to the end of their treatment plan, or the after unit when they've fallen off of care or completed their treatment plan, but you still want to make sure that you're keeping top of mind awareness. So I really break that down in this full presentation, and you're going to get a nice little 12-minute clip of it, a condensed version. So that'll play shortly. But before I do that, get back into our normal little introduction and discuss the win, the obstacle, and the Facebook highlight. The win was I just got back from a great vacation. Uh, My voice is a little bit hoarse because I did get a little sick on the way back. Just a lot of traveling. Went to London, down to the Champagne region of France, Bordeaux, and then Paris. And 10 days, unplugged, didn't check emails, nothing with work. I, I did a really good job of unplugging. I only use my phone for uh, occasional news to use it as a GPS a lot, Uber, things of that nature. But I really unplugged from work, from social media. I wasn't on it at all. And it was really nice and I really enjoyed it. And now I feel refreshed. Um, but at the same time, it leads into what my obstacle is, which is coming back from vacation. I always take a long vacation once a year. Been doing that since 2010. I opened my own practice in 2010. So a lot of people out there don't think they can take vacations, which I I highly disagree. I don't care what your situation is. Um, I know you can take vacations because I've done it all the time in different various stages of where I've been, um, whether I've been an associate or opening up my practice. I think I, I opened my practice April 1st of 2010, and I took 11 days to Ireland in September of that year. So it can be done. Uh, you just have to make it a part of your life and a priority because it really recharges the battery. So you can do it. It doesn't have to be to Europe. It doesn't have to be anywhere crazy, but vacation, unplugging, really helpful. Now with the obstacle part of it is when you do get back, obviously there's going to be that transition and as I record this this introduction, it's a Tuesday. I got back Saturday, yesterday, and today with patients. Definitely trying to catch up. So you know, I think this week's going to be a little stressful, a little bit difficult to get everything done, but it's well worth it. I feel invigorated. I feel refreshed, ready to create, ready to 
be present with patients and, and really do well. So the obstacle is coming back from vacation, but you have to plan that. Uh, typically when I take, you know, 10 days to, to two weeks where I unplug and I do tend to go over to Europe, it takes me about 10 days to prepare for it, make sure payrolls in all the different things we know that we have to get done. So there's definitely prep work. Then I relax for the 10 to 14 days. Uh, and then it probably takes me about four or five days to get back into the swing of things normally. So it is a, a process, but it's super well worth it. And I, I really, I strongly encourage you to do it. There's really no excuse. If you have a good excuse you think is one, you want to email me or Facebook message me, I'd love to hear it. And I'll try to obviously negate that for you. So uh, that's the obstacle. As far as the Facebook highlight, I posted asking about contests for marketing. And I really am asking people to contribute into this thread in the Facebook group because I want to kind of workshop it a little bit, get some ideas. I know it's different from state to state and there's some obviously rules against giving things away in certain states and the value and stuff like that. But, you know, like you hear some people give away cars and contests, big money things, but obviously we can't do that. But how can we implement contests into our practice and into our community awareness, into our marketing? And so that's a Facebook post that's uh, just posted it this morning. So it hasn't got a, a ton of traction yet, but it's got a few good posts already. But if you're listening to this, please uh, search that in Facebook group and uh, let me know if you have any good information. I would really, really value your input on that one. So, all right, that is the win, the obstacle, and the Facebook highlight. Here is the 12-minute clip of the presentation I did for this week's module of the Chiropractic Success Academy. I hope you enjoy it and uh, give me some feedback on what you thought of it. All right, so let's move on to content strategy. And the first one being is your content journey. So this is how you will take it. You know, you've heard a lot of times of funnels and you've heard of taking someone from a cold lead to a warm lead to a hot lead, all those different things. This is how you can have a content marketing strategy and what it's going to do and kind of the steps that's going to happen. And so early on, when you start this journey of creating content, you're looking to be found, you're looking to generate greatness, and you're looking to get trust, right? Like you're really trying to get people aware of who you are, what your practice is, what kind of knowledge you have, you know, all that different types of stuff. You're, you're just trying to get people to start to know you. So early on, you're not going to see a ton of traction. And I think that's a big mistake people have is they, they start the content marketing strategy. And after a couple of months, they don't see a lot happening and they give up on it. But the problem was, is they never got out of the content aware. Like you have to pay your dues. You have to get the content awareness going and then from there, you're going to move into that next thing, which is going to be a thought leader into your community. And that's where you're going to meet demand, create trust, and you're going to have an efficient funnel. So now you've got more warm leads. And then the next step is creating demands. You're going to differentiate and you're going to create evangelists, right? So this is where you get to the next level as a storyteller and people are just like, you have a lot of advocates and people are just raving about you and, and talking about you and a lot of the stuff that you're bringing to the table in the community as far as your expertise. And you've seen people do this nationally, but we're just worried about you doing this in your community. And, uh, you know, if you live in a small town, 
there's an easier chance of being locally famous doing this. If you live in a bigger town, it'd be a little bit harder, but either way, you can get to this point where you're going to go from content aware to becoming a thought leader. Okay. And it's pretty impressive when it happens. When you get into that middle, you're starting to see those results that you're desiring. And then if you can get to the next level, you're on a whole other playing field. A couple of people that stand out in my mind as far as storyteller would be Jacob Harden, Instagram. I mean, I interviewed on my podcast at the time, might've been in January of 2018. I think he had 370,000 Instagram followers. I think he's more than that now. Uh, it's crazy. I mean, but it's just grown his practice. Uh, obviously, Blake Cogstein's done a lot of good things with YouTube and he's got quite a following in there and he's doing, doing a good job of telling stories and patient experiences. You don't have to get to this storyteller part to have a really good content marketing strategy. We can all get there. We all have the capabilities of getting there. And at some point you will, but we really want to get to first stage is content aware, get to thought leader and then storyteller. And so this is the customer journey. So this is your patient journey. And this is again, where they're going to go from cold right here. So awareness of your content and then consideration. So it's like, yeah, that's, that's, you know, Dr. Smith seems pretty intelligent. He's got some good information. He's very helpful. And he, they're consuming, consuming, consuming. They're listening to your videos, watching them. They're getting your email, whatever it may be. And they're in this consideration phase. And then they purchase. Obviously, this is going to be more of they're going to schedule an appointment and come in and see you. Um, and then where your content's going to play a role is how do you retain them? How do you retain your patients during their treatment plan and after patient reactivations, right? That's going to be your retention. I think we can all see how this applies. And like I mentioned before, now you're going to have advocates. Now this is where they refer. We've all had patients that come in and purchase and that's it. They liked you. It wasn't bad care, but they came in, they did their treatment plan and they're gone. And then we got ones where we know that come in, come in again, come in again, you know, every time, every time they do something or they, or on maintenance care, whatever it is, their retention. And that's where it ends for them. They don't really refer patients to you for whatever reason, many reasons. And then we all know those patients that are advocates, like they refer boatloads of patients. And basically if your content marketing strategy is ideal and working, you're going to get this funnel going to where you're going to get awareness, consideration, purchase coming in, and you'll get all the way to the advocate. And that's what our goal is uh, with content. Now, I've talked a lot about the before unit, the during unit, and the after unit of marketing. The before unit is new patient marketing. Okay, That's before they even call your office, schedule online, or whatever. This is before. This is the new patient. The during unit is any time between when their first point of contact is, which was scheduling online or calling your office, to the end of their treatment plan. That's the during. And then the after unit is after their treatment plan. They haven't been in for a bit. That's the after unit. You can still market to those people. And frankly, it's a lot cheaper and effective to market to those people uh, as well. Um, what I'm going to do is I've got six different types of content that I'm going to go through, starting up there with the blog. And I'm going to give you examples of how a blog can be a before piece of marketing, a during and an after. And we'll do that with each one. Yes, there's other you know, aspects of, of marketing that may not be on this list, but you get the idea. So let's move on to the first one. Let's go to blog. This blog is on your website, which we will talk about in a little bit. 
But a before unit marketing strategy for blogging would be to write a blog on your website and then you would post that on your Facebook. I'm, I'm giving you one example. I could, again, I can give you a ton, but you can get the ideas and we can workshop this in the Facebook group or wherever. You could take that blog article that's a URL onto your website. You could post it on your Facebook business page and you could then boost it for $10, you know, targeted. Like, let's say you write a, I'm going to make again, one example, pain in pregnancy, you know, low back pain in pregnancy. You could target women, you know, you can certain age groups, you know, that are probably going to be pregnant. Let's just call it 24 to 40 and you could target women and you boost it. And then from there, see how it goes after a boost. Then what you can do is you can run a Facebook ad of that boost. A lot of people don't like boosts and I'm not saying you just boost everything and these random acts of content, like I said, but you see how it interacts with that audience. You know, we're going to have a whole, in the near future, a whole Facebook ads tutorial, but that's not the point of this presentation. But then you can run a Facebook ad to your community. And so that would be an example of before unit marketing. Uh, during unit, uh, what I do is I actually do a, a really substantial quarterly print blog uh, newsletter. And then I also sometimes print out my blog and I put it in the waiting room. My waiting room, I hate calling it a waiting room, my reception doesn't have any of the other magazines or any of the stuff that's out there anymore. It's all content that we created that is branded. And so people pick that up when they're in here for their visits. So that's a good example of during unit. Again, there's other examples. Uh, after unit is emailing your list, right? Every week you email your patients. And when you do a blog, you could email that blog. And I recommend, because there's strategies are like, you'll see, you'll get an email. It's like the first two paragraphs of the blog. And then it says, click here to read the rest of it. It takes you to the website. For the purposes of what we're doing, I don't recommend that. I recommend just taking the whole blog content, putting it in an email and sending it. So that would be a good example of after unit marketing, that top of mind awareness. So now you can take a blog and you want a strategy. Like when you're writing, and I'll go over the editorial calendar at the end, but you want to have this. Okay, I'm writing a blog. What's the purpose of it? This is what we're going to do for before unit marketing. This is what we're going to do for during unit. And this is what we're going to utilize it for after unit. And now you have a strategy around your blog. Next one is these informational handouts. I know a lot of you have seen me with these desk jockey cards. We've got the microbreak card, the ergonomics workstation card. We have the body prep card where it talks about like uh, neutral spine and abdominal bracing and power zone, things like that. Uh, we have a carpal tunnel stretch card. We've got a handful. One of the things we're going to start doing is I printed out a thousand of the ergonomic workstation cards. And if you ask me in the Facebook group, I can get you the files in PSD format. If you don't already have them from me, I know some of you do. And you can actually rebrand it with your logo, color scheme, and clinic information. So I printed out a thousand that are branded for my clinic. And we're going to start taking stacks of this ergonomic workstation card and bring you to local companies and corporations and just giving them to them and give them a stack of whatever and have a conversation with them and try to get to know them. So I'm going to do the first one is going to be the ergonomics workstation card. Then a couple months later, I'll bring in the micro break card. Then a couple months later, I'll bring them, I'll bring them the carpal tunnel stretching card. So that's an example of before unit marketing. During unit is all of these are in our reception area. And I give them to patients. Like if, if I get a desk worker comes in with something, we go over the micro break card with them and we give it to them. So now they bring that home with them and it's nice, glossy, printed, hard card stock. It's, it's really good. So that'd be an example of during unit. And then after unit marketing is we email the digital format of this. We put it on social media. 
a strategy is you can actually upload your email list into Facebook audience and you can run an ad only targeting those people. So any of your patients that have the email address associated with their Facebook account can go to a separate audience and you can literally just run an ad that only those people would see. So you're now getting that that after unit awareness of your patient base, which is great. You can mail these out as far as an after unit on one side of it could be mailed. I've done that as well. So these informational handouts, there's other ways. Again, this is just an example. You could probably do an hour presentation on this alone. Email marketing, a before unit would be just when you have certain lead generations, like I did a, um, there's a ton of examples of this. When I did a uh, injury prevention for runners and triathletes virtual summit, I got a lot of leads of people that didn't have not been in my office. When those people go into my email list, they're sent a, basically a series of four very educational emails with the last one having a little bit of a call to action. So that would be a before unit email marketing strategy. A during unit is when a new patient does come in and we enter them into the system, they get those same emails. So they get kind of an onboarding series of, of an email drip campaign to them. So that's the during unit, during their treatment plan, they're getting these emails that help solidify the why they're in our office and why they're in the best place. And then after, uh, I think email marketing is one of the best after unit marketing strategies to get top of mind awareness for your patients. So that's email marketing for the before, during, and after units. Social media, Facebook, is a big one, Instagram. Yeah, I think we all know, you know, you can do Facebook ads trying to get people that are uh, trying to get new patients. We all know that. I mentioned the after unit and during unit. So we kind of already touched on that, what you can do with Facebook audiences, which is great. Uh, but social media is a, obviously a good way of getting that content out. Here's a newsletter. This is one of the ones we had from last year. Again, we, before unit, we could drop these off at places. We could do a Facebook ad around it. It might be too much text, but you can get that out there. You could do a mailer around your community. There are services that do that. And then I think it's a really good during and after unit. You can definitely use the newsletters for top of mind awareness. And then lastly, direct mail. Birthday cards are great. Newsletters, if you have the, the money to, to do it. Welcome letters for patients that came in. Thank you letters for patients that referred. There's all kinds of different strategies for direct mail. And they have a good before, during, and after. Again, there's strategies of before you could target a community around you and just send them information introducing yourself. That would be a before unit. A during unit is the welcome letter that you send to the patient, thanking them for coming in, and a nice little uh, breakdown of why, what you're going to do and recapping your treatment with them, things of that nature. And then after is all the different things like birthday cards and newsletters, thank you for referring type of stuff. And so there's a lot of strategies with direct mail. That kind of wraps up the before, during, and after, but I think you get the point that there's different strategies for different aspects of marketing, and you need to be considering that when you lay out your strategy. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show with Dr. Kevin Christie. Tune in next week for another episode that will enhance your marketing, business, and practice growth. Also, don't forget to subscribe to Dr. Christie's Modern Desk Jockey podcast and share with your desk-sitting patients. In the Modern Desk Jockey, Dr. Christie provides health and wellness best practices from some of the leading experts in the corporate wellness industry. Remember, chiropractic practice isn't easy, but it shouldn't be overwhelming. Keep leveling up.